0: Hello friends, welcome again to another episode of the Potluck Podcast. I am Jared Grunt, joined by my bald, shiny-headed friend Matt Hensley, and my other friend who resembles somewhat of a Sasquatch, Alan Murray, Uh, and uh, they can insult me too. Those were not insults, those were compliments, guys. How are y'all doing tonight?
1: Hi i am doing great i got to be with plymouth park baptist church on sunday and even better you weren't there and uh so i got to preach and had a great time with your church family Uh, again like always super responsive and i always love being there so it's good to be back in irving and uh tomorrow when this goes live we'll be what would have been my mom and dad's 65th anniversary, and so she was able to worship with us, and uh, we took her out to Angelo's Pizza, or Angelo's Italian food, Angelo's whatever it's called. Not very good, not very it's, good. It's, it's as, as we said on the phone earlier today, it is consistently average, which is yeah, pretty good, you know, to be honest. You know. It's not bad,
0: but you're not going to be wowed by it. But thanks for filling it up with Park. I was out of town this past week and uh, always good to have you in the pulpit. We, I think we've had you every year since I've been at with Park at least yeah. once and uh, went back today and saw that you said Water a burger during the sermon shocker oh, uh, and all that. Well, hey, Alan, man, how are how are things your way on the East Coast? Doing well. Can't complain. Short, sweet, to the point. Unlike his sermons, Alan, that was fantastic. That was was me. I've never really heard Alan preach much, so I I shouldn't have said that. Well, listen, guys, we're not here to poke fun at each other or anything like that. We're here to talk about Southern Baptist Convention and news surrounding that. And big news today because Pastor Stephen James of Lake Charles, Louisiana, at Trinity Baptist Church announced that he attends to renominate Bart Barber to be the president of the Southern Baptist Annual Meeting in New Orleans in 2023. This coming June, Bart, of course, was elected last year in Anaheim to be the SBC president. Uh, uh, Pastor James and Bart served together uh, on the board at Swimmitts uh, for a time, and he says during our time together, I watched firsthand his genuine understanding of his role in that capacity. I found him the biblical in his approach to the responsibilities that were assigned him. Careful in the matters that we uh, were presented to him, and forthright with the subjects that concerned him. So Bart's uh, the first person to be nominated or announced to be nominated to run for office uh, this coming June. No surprise, right, that this is happening.
1: No, not at all, and uh, you know, not too terribly familiar with him. Uh, Bart speaks very highly of this brother, and uh, great. Thought you were talking about
0: Bart, and I was about the. Uh, <laughs> i familiar with Bart. I was going to lose it.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) But no, uh, I I do like that he pointed out, uh, you know, Bart's uh, appearances on Anderson Cooper and, and other news outlets and his different opportunities for different interviews. He has always been asked some very pointed questions, but he has never compromised the Word of God or downplayed the problems that are confronting us as a convention or a nation. At the same time, he has expressed a very positive outlook about the future of the SBC, and, and that's certainly needed. And so I'm grateful for that. Doesn't compromise on the Word of God, uh, either as a convention or our nation, uh, but at the same time, not just a negative Nancy and as uh, looking for how we can cooperate together. And uh, so, you know, he, he sees Bart as we see Bart, a conservative, faithful preacher, faithful pastor, uh, faithful husband, father, all of those good things, great friend, and I jokingly call him Dumbledork, and I will be gladly, I know we don't generally make, uh, you know, campaign speeches here, but I will be gladly uh, putting my vote in for Dumbledore at uh, New Orleans. And uh, mainly so he can have another year of, <laughs> of the wonderful joys of being the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Jay Allen, what are you thinking? Well, I didn't vote
2: for Bart the first time, uh, but I didn't vote for anybody the first time uh, that he ran because I wasn't there. But I am looking forward to being in New Orleans again this coming year. Um, It's fairly common, although his predecessor did not run a second time for somebody to run for a second term. I think Bart has been doing a great job. I would hope he has that opportunity to serve again. Uh, Although I would be curious, and you guys are welcome to answer or not answer, uh, whether you think someone else will run as well, be nominated as well. I know that's a little untraditional. Usually, you know, if somebody's running for a second term, nobody runs against them. But nothing has been normal in the SBC for the last number of years.
0: I will be stunned if there is not an opponent uh, within the next three to four weeks announced. Uh, that It may be even sooner, honestly. Uh, but I'll be stunned. Matt, I, I would assume that would be uh, surprising to you as well.
1: Well, since I'm not nominating Bart, uh, my <laughs> services are available. If anybody would like to be nominated, I would be glad uh, to stand up there again. No, uh, I'm pretty sure somebody will. And uh, But at the same time, we usually point out, uh, first, Farmersville reported 14 baptisms in 2022, averaged 320 in weekly worship, and collected $1 million or a little over $1 million uh, for undesignated receipts. Uh, with $108,276, or 10.67%, given through the cooperative program. Uh, And we also, I get to say we, because this is the church we uh, attend as a family, gave $64,713 to the 2021 Lottie Moon Christmas offering, and a total of $191,952 to Great Commission causes. And so certainly grateful for that, grateful to be part of that. And uh and so it, it's always good to see our convention leaders or prospective convention leaders uh really believe in what we're doing as a convention, uh in their giving and in what they do as a church. So any other thoughts?
0: I know that um I think Bart has led us very well for the past uh what, seven, eight months We've got February Executive Committee meeting. Uh, What is that? The EC's meeting again soon, right? This month, February? Yep. So uh, I'm sure we'll hear more from Bart and the EC here coming soon. But I thought he's done a great job leading us. I look forward, Lord willing, to be in New Orleans and uh, voting for our brother uh, to continue to lead us. He's a conservative, as you said, Matt. uh, And most importantly, uh, he loves the Lord and leads his church. Uh, in a great way. And you really have to love your church when you have members like Matt Hensley yeah. in the congregation. Yeah. So that's great news. Hey, have you guys been keeping up with what's going on at Asbury College in Kentucky?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I see a lot of it kind of online. Um, but but yeah, a little bit. And and it's exciting stuff. Uh, a lot of debate, of course, online, you know, mm-hmm. true, untrue, you know, sensationalized, all that kind of stuff. But, but man, seeing the videos, seeing what's going on there, still exciting stuff and uh, still grateful for what it seems like God uh, could be doing in and through them. And uh, so, so yeah, a little bit.
0: So if you're listening, you don't have a clue what's going on. You obviously don't have Twitter or uh, you're not on Christian Twitter. Uh, You follow maybe something else out there. But Asbury College over last week, I I think we're going like 80, 90 hours now. They've been in a constant state of having a worship service. Uh, It's being dubbed as a revival. This was interesting to me. Baptist Press did an article on this. I didn't realize that a similar revival broke out at Asbury in 1970 that lasted 144 hours. Uh, Asbury is in Lexington, Kentucky, or uh, near Lexington. It's a pretty rural school. Uh, They have a seminary there, and they have a a university, and they've been in this constant state of worship. Uh, Alan, have you been keeping up with this
2: at all? I have. Yeah, I'm familiar with the revival that broke out there in 1970. Uh, I think it was in my 60s when that happened, and so it's kind of familiar to me. Uh I've got a, a brother who I went to high school with, who's actually in the seminary. Uh he goes to Asbury Seminary in Kentucky and uh have kinda asked him what's going on. He he doesn't live in Kentucky. And uh it's it's been a, a nonstop worship service, I believe since last Wednesday, so we're we're kinda past that eighty, ninety hour mark. Um started out with just a regular chapel service unplanned and it just hasn't stopped. Um, it's interesting. Of course, there was no social media, no internet like we know it today. Al Gore hadn't invented it yet in 1970, and so uh, nobody had a, a firsthand uh, view, uh, immediate view. You know, people have live streamed from in there. Uh, in the 1970 revival, students left from Asbury and went to several other places. It ties into. Uh, Southern Baptist Life, a couple students went down to Southwestern Seminary and Revival broke out there as well. The big question that everybody's asking is, is this real? Is this manufactured? And uh, ultimately, uh, I think time will tell. I talked to my, my UMC brother uh, that's going to the seminary there, and he quoted John Wesley. Uh, someone asked Wesley how many of his converts he thought were really true, and he said, we'll find out in six months. and And I think there is some value to that. Uh, Jared Wilson out there at Midwestern Seminary had talked about it and how uh, whether it's true or not, time will tell. Uh, We thank the Lord for what's going on there, but no doubt some will be critical of it, and some will be trying to capitalize on it. And there have been several folks, including a new apostolic Reformation guy like Cod Bentley, uh, who's claimed he's on his way out there. Um, I guess he's going to try to maybe help him out or catch some revival himself. I think think He's Uh, he's all about yeah, so um, that that's problematic. Um, there's there's some other problematic things I've seen coming out of it, uh, but a lot of good. I mean, people are people are worshiping, reading the Bible, uh, repentance, restoration, all those kinds of things. I, I hope and pray it's true, it's lasting, and that it spreads. Uh, many of us have talked about this and prayed about this, and uh, even hold meetings in our churches that we call revival. So I'm I'm hoping it's real.
1: I, when when I heard 144 hours or 80 or 90 hours, immediately think I, I'm thinking this felt like a Bar- barber sermon, but but, <laughs> but but anyway, that leads us to our Southern culture topic though, and and that is going to be our own revival services at our Southern Baptist churches and at least kind of the uh the practice of those. Uh some some still do. I know Southwestern does the revive this nation. Uh, emphasis where they send uh students and professors all over the country and uh to to lead revival services and uh, certainly they uh hope that revival breaks out that kind of deal but a little bit of a different model than this that seems to be kind of organic student led that kind of deal. Uh what are what are kind of your either your experiences with it or or how y'all do it at Plymouth Park or your church there, uh Jay Allen, that kind of deal.
0: Well, as the Professor Nathan Finn, Dr. Nathan Finn once said, and if it wasn't Dr. Finn, I'm misremembering and I apologize for misquoting him, but somebody at Southeastern once said, You cannot schedule a revival. Only the Lord can send it. Uh and so we don't we don't do revivals. Um we do like we would do like a preaching conference, perhaps, where we have people come to speak and have worship services which is really what revivals have been in the past. Every revival I've been a part of in Southern Baptist life, uh, really, it really typically sh- kicks off on a Sunday and culminates like on a Wednesday night. And it's typically in the evenings and there's worship and preaching. You, you usually have a theme and it's meant for uh, to encourage the whole church, but the gospel is presented uh, in terms of, of bringing outreach. The last revival that I was a part of was at my church in Alabaster, Alabama. And we actually did a uh, a fast, a week long fast. Um we did a meat fast, basically. That was very difficult for me. We had certain foods we could eat, uh, but meats and things like that were off limits. Uh in preparation and uh it was uh it was a a great meeting. Um I, I it doesn't feel like to me in most of our Cinematic revivals that a lot of things come out of it, but maybe that's just a jaded and anecdotal view that I have.
1: What about you, Jay Allen?
2: Yeah, we we have fall revival meetings every year at Centerville. Um, that's actually in like my job description is setting up spring and fall revivals. But we've moved away from the spring meetings and have uh, used that to have an evangelistic emphasis with our wild game bank. But uh, they're still really common in our area. There are three Southern Baptist churches in my zip code. And all three of us uh, have revival meetings in the fall. Typically, uh, like Jared described, a special time of preaching music, those kinds of things. Um, our folks, we always lead it in time of prayer, a season of prayer, up to it, asking God to move, asking God to um, revive us. Uh, but to, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of like Jared said, I and I always tell this to my folks, you, you can't schedule it. Uh, only God can do it, but we can pray for it, we can anticipate it for it. Um, I, I would just assume, say, we're having a fall Bible conference, but culturally, uh, you say fall Bible conference, people have no idea what you're talking about in our area. You say fall revival, they they know what you mean. Uh, maybe you need to strive towards some cultural change. I've preached at a lot of revival services across North Carolina, did one last October in Western North Carolina, and... Um, I think it can be a good time of focus on the word and focus on worship and ultimately focus on repentance. Uh, revival is always accompanied with repentance. Uh, but like we're seeing in Kentucky, uh, it's it's not necessarily scheduled. It can often be spontaneous, but always, uh, anytime we see it in history, not, not spontaneous in God's eyes, uh, but part of his sovereign plan and the work
1: of his spirit. Yeah, same here uh, at Mayhill. We we did the Revive This Nation emphasis and uh, had a great experience there, but kind of the same idea. It's one of those things you you can put on the calendar uh, to to have really the preaching conference, that, that side of things, to know that you're going to have worship, you're going to have prayer, you're going to have uh, preaching, all of that kind of stuff, uh, but you're going to ask God to move in and through, and, and perhaps even in spite of you, uh, to actually have genuine revival. And so grateful for what we're seeing out of there, and uh, like, like y'all said, praying and, and hoping Uh, I guess we'll see what what will come of it. Uh, So, any other things before y'all wrap us up? Well,
0: Tomorrow, the day this is released, is Valentine's Day. Uh, Is there anything that you guys are doing special on Valentine's Day? If you're not, I have a
2: suggestion, so just feel free to share. We're not. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Hope and I are planning on making a trip to Costco by ourselves Hey, Costco dates are a real thing Well, listen, if
0: you don't have plans yet You can download the Canes app, Canes Chicken And become a member of the Caniac Club And on Valentine's Day, they have buy one box, get one free So you and your loved one can have a very special meal I don't think you have Canes out in North Carolina, do you, uh, Alan?
2: We we do not. I couldn't even tell you where the closest one is uh, because of it? Matt's influence. I, I'm not. I can okay. tell you where the closest Whataburger is, but I can't can't tell you about Canes. That's what Matt would want to know. Canes is great. It's better than Zaxby's, in my opinion.
0: Uh, but what uh, isn't better than Zaxby's? Ooh, Alan with a shot fire. Well, friends, thanks for joining us. The pilot. We hope you had your fill and your full. Keep up with us with all the SBC news. Pray for God to send a revival to your own heart. And take your significant other out for some canes tomorrow if there is one near your area. Uh, join us next time. Same Baptist time. Same Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, my friends.